Hey, this is Vanessa. This is Carlos. And you're listening to Retro Ad Review. This is a podcast where we select a couple of random old TV commercials and review them. So if you like commercials, listen in. Okay, so in today's podcast, we're going to be looking at the theme of unexpected guests in commercials. So these are people that just kind of pop up or appear, or we have questions around why they're in the commercial in the first place. So the first commercial we're going to be looking at is a honeycomb cereal commercial that is very famous. It aired in 1990, and it stars a much-beloved wrestler-slash-actor. And here it is. Come on, you guys. It's only a little. A hungry giant. Hungry for a big honey taste. Big taste, honeycomb, big So that was a Honeycombs commercial. It starts off with a guy screaming fee fi fo fum and these kids, they're inside their treehouse. One of the kids, he opens the curtain to the window and giant Andre the Giant's reaching out to little kids wanting their food. He says he wants a big honey taste and then they start singing the classic song how Honeycomb is big and it's not small. <laughs> then they're just dancing holding the cereal, eating it. Right, so this one's a kind of classic commercial. I think it's classic. I don't know. Uh, the, well, I remember it. I remember it. It's, I remember it, so it's classic. Yes. I remember the song. I'm assuming the song played for multiple uh, honeycomb commercials. And to brainwash us to eat this honey. Exactly. So I didn't know much about Andre the Giant when I was growing up. I just knew he existed. This commercial really puts in into kind of like perspective how massive this man was if you watch this commercial his hand is as big as like probably one of the kids heads like it's actually just he's just a giant his Uh, spoon uh, is one of those uh stirring spoons one of those big huge wooden spoons but the thing that's funny is that they're saying that honeycomb is big yeah 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 it's not small Mm -mm. andre the giant says it's not small then he's holding a piece of honeycomb in his fingers and since he's so big the honeycomb looks way smaller than it's supposed to <laughs> they should have made like a cute little ant say something like oh this is huge well I think but... <laughs> an ant character probably would have been a bit disturbing um, they got a robot that's true but a the robot, hideously again, annoying robot the robot was a theme throughout the entire honeycomb big campaign and so... part of me I wish it wasn't Let's give a little bit of background on Andre the Giant for people who don't know him, like me, who didn't know who he was. Because when I was listening to this commercial, I was like, is Andre the Giant from the U.S.? No, Andre the Giant was French. He was a French man. A giant Frenchman. And one of the things that made him iconic, of course, is that he was huge. What did he have? Gigantism. Yeah, I mean, it was fairly obvious he had a thing. So how um, tall was he? I'm trying to find that. Um, he was seven foot four inches, um, wow. which is 224 centimeters for people who want it in centimeters. And he was 520 pounds, 236 kilograms. That was crazy. That's 
That's yeah, huge. That's um, big monster in man. WrestleMania, I think it was one or two. Because I think three was the one with the Ultimate Warrior. Okay. But Hulk Hogan, like Andre the Giant, was wrestling the whole time. He didn't. He wasn't. He didn't want to wrestle anymore. So he's like passing the torch to Hulk Hogan. Mm. And he was doing a move where Hulk was supposed to like flip him over. Like he ran into him, then Hulk got his run and used the momentum to flip him over, then pin him and stuff like that. But Hulk later said, "Is like this guy almost broke my back. <laughs> he was so huge." <laughs> but they were like, um, what's the word? Like rivals or something? Yeah. Uh, I think so. I don't remember that early, mm. but yeah. So when this commercial aired, it was 1990, and I think he quit um, wrestling in. 91 or something. Yeah, just a little bit after this. Well, we should probably figure out when he quit. Anyway, he quit somewhere in like the late 80s or 90s. But this gave him time to do The Princess Bride, which is the other thing that he's quite famous for. That was in like 87, right? Yeah, that was in 87, which I think was around the time when he was he had some like big event with Hulk Hogan or whatever. Fezzik um, the Giant. And lots of little kids loved him. He was a big guy, so he was perfect for this commercial about, you know, breakfast cereal <clears throat> because he appealed to children yeah. and he was a giant guy. So Honeycomb must have been like, hey, this guy's big. Our cereal's big. Let's put them together. We want to And even cereal. there, it looks huge. Com- it looks tiny compared to him. Yeah, so maybe they made a bad move. Nah, I'm kidding. At um, least he beat that robot at the end. Let's talk about the robot, robot for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Let's count it like Johnny Five, like a weird Johnny Five from he Short looks, Circuit. He looks like my pal too, as well. I don't know why, but y'all remember that thing? Mm. Oh well, he's got a hook for hands. He's got big bug eyes, and he just—I don't know why these kids have a robot. I guess they're like genius uncle that gave it to them. Genius but... uncle gave them a tree fort and a robot. I guess because kids like robots and whimsy and stuff. So in this, we can find that kids like robots, kids like giants, and kids kids like like breakfast, and they like hideouts. So this just combined everything a kid And they like robots and big cereals. Big sugary cereals, which according to this commercial has 10 essential minerals and vitamins. So... Yeah, that's really going to help these kids grow. Actually, when I was looking at this commercial, um, it really does look like that weird transition from the 80s to the 90s, just based on the kids' clothing. Yeah. Um, clothing. yeah. The little girl looks really Solid 90s. colors. Yeah, but then there's like the the stripey things, like kind of stripey shirts. But like, there's this girl. Yeah. So there's this girl specifically. A blonde girl? <laughs> yes. So there's a little blonde girl that has incredible helmet hair she looks like she's from the 80s so if you look at there's a little boy who looks like he's starting I thought to that become was more the, the 90s. 90s and then the, there's the a white girl that looks the white like she's boy the 80s. reminds me more of the 90s the little black boy kind of reminds me more like the late 1989 clothing yeah there's a little girl who really looks like she belongs in an et commercial or something like that and then the other boy looks like he belongs in like a lunchables commercial or something so it's this weird little hybrid period of like where the 90s was still trying to find itself out um like a teenager growing up yeah exactly and then there's a little girl with Big feathery hair who looks like she's from the seventies. That's the little girl I'm talking about. <laughs> she's the one that looks like from the. Oh, 80s. I thought you were talking about the little girl with the no, overalls. No, the little girl. She the looks little girl, very 
90s. The little girl looks... The little girl with the overalls looks like my buddy, or um, kid sister. Kid sister, kid sister. <laughs> my buddy yeah. and me. One of one of those. Anyway, whatever. The whole point is this looks like a really weird mishmash of the 80s and yeah, 90s. Yeah, and uh, Andre the Giant's kind of wearing his, his Fezzik um, yeah. Princess Bride medieval clothing. He looks really happy to be in this. This is a very nice commercial, yeah, and it's... Yeah, free food. It, let's take this commercial for what it, its face value. If I had this giant man bursting into my honeycomb hideout to steal my breakfast cereal, I'd be terrified. <laughs> and I know that the robot yeah, is going to do crap. But then you know he's crap. a friendly giant. So. Well, he becomes friendly at the end. So then, yes, yeah, so then it's nice. Yeah, now you have, like, now, a bodyguard. If I was a kid and I was in this honeycomb commercial and I knew Andre the Giant was going to be in there, and even with me not knowing who really who Andre the Giant was, but kind of having an idea, I'd probably be excited because I'm like, whoa, this is a huge giant man. Like, this is incredible. Like, I'm, I'm interested in this commercial. So all in all, it's a happy ending for everybody, except for maybe the robot because he got, you know, seesawed Launched up into space. The air. <laughs> so this is a positive Alrighty. commercial. All right, so we're going to move on to our next one. So this is a Minute Made commercial. What year is this? 1999. I think it was 99. Yeah, so late 90s. So we're moving from the beginning of the 90s to the late 90s, where the 90s has found itself, and if it's in 99, it's about to end. Um, so this one is another breakfast-related commercial, um, and this one's about orange juice. So let's kick that one off. Try some new Minute Maid orange tangerine. It's got calcium. Then I'm not drinking it. Oh, no, it's sweet. You'll like it. I don't believe you. Well, then who would you believe? I don't know, Robert Loja. Whoa, Robert Loja. Billy, your mother's right. New Minute Maid orange tangerine tastes great. It's got as much calcium as milk. If you say so, Mr. Loja. Yeah. This is great. Uh, enjoy your breakfast. New Minute Maid orange tangerine with calcium. Yeah. <laughs> oh man oh my god that was a funny commercial well the commercial set up in a, a kitchen and the family's settling down for breakfast you have the two parents and the bratty little kid and the bratty little kid is being served his minute made orange juice but because it has calcium and calcium sounds like a healthy thing he doesn't want it but then the parents are trying to convince him that it's good for you, and it, it's good for you, and it has the calcium like milk. And who would you believe if not the parents? He's like, I don't know, Robert Loja. Then actor Robert Loja, dressed all in black, randomly comes through his door and starts talking to Billy, saying, Hey, Billy, this stuff is really good for you. And he's like, Thanks, Robert Loja. And he drinks the Minute made orange juice. And that was just really mind-blowing and weird when I first saw it as a little kid. So this commercial, I wanted to laugh through the entire time we were playing it because it's so friggin' weird. Also, at the end, Robert Loja winks at the kid, which is another strange element to all of this. And he is wearing all black. He's wearing a black blazer, a black tie, a black dress shirt, I'm assuming black shoes, and black trousers, like he looks like he just came from a really like intense funeral or something. Um, I guess. I guess the wink. So many questions. It could have been gotten to the parents, given to the parents, because it's like, yeah, I got your kid to drink this stuff he doesn't want. It was not. To but the if, parents. if he gives to it the to the kid, it's like, hey, I got your back. I don't know. Yeah, something exactly. Like that. He's like, yeah, Robert Loja, I'm coming out the door now. But Robert Loja's not. Andre the Giant may have been a children's 
fixture. But Robert Loja is I would suspect most people don't actually know straight off the bat. Ah, yes, Robert Loja. He is... Particularly uh, kids in 99. Exactly. And, he, yeah, you know, and the kids in 99 are now, you know, 30-something-year-olds. Right. So, Robert Loja, also known as Salvatore Loja, was an American actor, um, and he starred in films like Scarface, <laughs> An Officer and a Gentleman. He was pretty much like one of these uh, gangster... Tough guys. Tough, yeah, tough guy characters. He was also in The Sopranos. <laughs> he was the voice of the bad guy in Oliver and Company. Yeah, so yeah. so that was kind of his relationship, maybe. Who was like a gangster loan shark. Yeah, you know, he was a gangster even in children's stuff. His black suit fits that. He's like a, a suave mafia guy, like saying, hey, Billy, if you don't drink this stuff, I'll break your legs. But it's so stupid. Like, the stupid part about it, it just brings up a ton of questions. One of them being, how did they get Robert Loja involved in this? Was Robert Lowe yeah, no. just doing a ton of commercials? This feels like one of those weird Japanese commercials where it's just like, what the hell just happened in front of me? No, Robert Loja <laughs> is in this, and it's to sell Minute, Minute Maid. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and the kid says it. You know, like the dad's like, what'll get you to do this? And the kid says, I don't know, Robert Loja. Like, if that's just a casual thing, an 11-year-old like, Either a casual says, thing or something that's so out there, he's like, I don't know, maybe yeah, unicorns or something. And then Robert Loja appears. But again, this is a child. He's He would say something like unicorns. He wouldn't go like, I don't know, Robert Loja, unless he literally had watched Scarface and then talked to his father about, like, who is this actor that played... I forgot who he played in Scarface, and then his dad told him, and then it just got stuck in his head. That's the only only time when something like that would happen. This makes know. no sense. So in the F. back... Murray Abraham? In the, <laughs> F. Murray Abraham. So in the back end of all of this, maybe... Maybe somebody, some Minute Maid ad man was like, I really, really want Robert Loja in my commercial. Or, Robert Loja owes me a favor. <laughs> like, this is... Like, I think, yes, the kid, favor. I think the kid in the commercial, like the kid actor, probably was like, oh, cool, I'm doing a commercial. Meanwhile, the parents were probably the, like, wow, yeah, it's Robert Loja. The ad rep saved the Don's daughter, and he, he asked uh, one of his men for a favor. <laughs> Like, can you have Robert Lojean? By the way, the kid's sitting on a giant chair. The kid... <laughs> the kid's back. The back end of his chair is yeah, really huge. Yeah, that's a massive huge. chair, actually. The whole, all the chairs are huge. That's a good, that's a good view. No, but compared to the kid. Thing. No, even the parents. Look how massive it is. Like, chairs no, don't No, I know do that, that, but their parents are adults. They're huge. I mean, big, but... But it goes up to, like... kid's back end is, like, half his head or something. I suppose... My favorite part of this, though, is just how Mr. Loja is just so excited to share the to good news the about <laughs> It's like, yeah, I love the calcium. Yeah. And then at <laughs> the end, it. they just throw it at the end. It says, take a bite out of uh, Minute Maid or whatever, and it just has him repeating that same line. I mean, they just re-record it over like, yeah. yeah. Like the yeah. Yeah Minute with- Maid. Yeah, and then he winks at him. Like, it's coupled with the wink, and then at the very end, the yeah. None of this, again, makes sense. Orange Tangerine, bite into it. How is Robert Loja involved in this? If Robert Loja was in Jaws, then maybe, but, like, nothing is cohesive in this entire ad, yet it's one of the best ads Because if it was like a meme person like Chuck Norris, I don't know, Chuck Norris, haha, okay, he's in there again, la la la. It's funny, but whatever. It's, it's just really Robert funny. Robert Loja. 
it's it's memorable for its idiocy. And I think most everyone that remembers this commercial is just like, what the hell is this? I don't know, Mr. Loja. So yeah, I mean, I could talk about this for ages, but I think we should probably move on to the next one because yep. th this one's just a little, just too mad for me to comprehend. <coughs> Moving on to the next one. The next commercial is, again, a breakfast one. So this is, we can actually boil this down even further to unexpected guests at breakfast. And this one's for... Uh, I guess that's the best time to break into people's houses. Maybe, that's true. And tree forts. No, it isn't. The night time is. The morning is the time when everybody's home. But whatever. Anyway, if these unexpected guests wanted to make sure to Everyone's make Everyone's groggy and you can't do anything. No, they right. just want to make their presence known. Anyway, this next one is for Eggo Waffles. Um, our favorite breakfast food, I guess. I don't know. But here we go. What's going on? Toaster's broken. Which means no Eggo Waffles. <laughs> What's that sound? Did you leave your hair dryer running? No. Something smells delicious. How can something smell delicious when the toaster's broken? I smell sausage, egg, cheese, and Eggo. Lego my Eggo breakfast sandwich. The Eggo breakfast sandwich. But the toaster's broken. It's sweet, it's savory, it's in your microwave. Lego my Eggo breakfast sandwich. All right. Well, the commercial starts out. That's right, we'll breakfast sandwiches. The commercial starts out with a dad shaking a toaster and wondering why it's broken. And a boy walks in and says, hey, what's going on? He's like, the toaster's broken. Then the boy goes into the refrigerator and pulls out Eggo breakfast sandwiches, puts it in the microwave. Then everyone smells something good. It's like cheese, sausage, and bread. It's like, how can you smell something good when the toaster's broken? And then the little boy sits down, he's eating his sandwich, the rest of the family wants to grab at it. It's like, hey, the phrase, Lego my ego. And then it shows the box, Eggo breakfast sandwiches. So the first one had Andre the Giant, who kind of burst in. The second one had Robert Loja, who also just, you know, sauntered in because the door magically opened for him. That was another thing. The door just magically opened for Robert Loja. The reason we selected this one is because the entire family around that we're introduced to at the beginning of the commercial is a Caucasian family. The boy who walks in is a kid of East Asian descent. And on the internet, this just confused people. Like, it doesn't explain why this kid is there. So a lot of people came up with different explanations as to why uh, he was there. So some people said, some people just made up some weird stories or whatever. He could be a guest that came in from next door, like, you know, Urkel back in the 90s, who would walk in and other people were just saying this was a ploy from the... Ego company to, you know, be... Racially diverse. Yeah, something like that. And other people thought he was adopted. For me, personally, I always just thought he was an adopted kid. It is kind of strange to see it because the kid just walks in and it has yeah, no explanation. I, but I in would a have way, preferred him knock on the door and be like, okay, it's the next door neighbor or something. Yeah. Like, why would he go for breakfast? But whatever. Based on that, the fact that he didn't show him knocking in, anything like that, everybody's pretty chill with him, I think he's adopted. I mean, he could be the boyfriend of the girl, but I don't think that's the case, because there's a daughter in the commercial. Um, yeah, I always just thought he was an adopted kid. I always thought it was kind of interesting that if he was an adopted kid, they really didn't bring any attention to it. It was just kind of like, this is just, you know... But the attention went family. to it anyway. Yeah, the attention went to it anyway. So it's, it's just kind of a... It, interesting one so that's why we kind of selected it because it caused a bit of caused questions to come from the television no, not audience. a stir but i remember the first time i saw it, i was like 
Who's this kid? He's <laughs> like, where, where did this kid come from? And I like the way he played it too. He he was just he's just like some boy, a boy in particular, because a girl would make it like Sunny and Pep Peppier, I guess. Mm. He's just some random boy who takes out his Eggo waffles and selfishly eats it in front of the family. Yeah, that's true. Which also makes you feel like he's probably their kid. Because it's yeah. like, you like know, you're not allowed to sit kids down. Are rude. <laughs> kids yeah. are rude to their family and their parents. Sort of thing. It also kind of had that trope. Like, there's a lot of weird, like, midday, like, targeted toward kids and, like, women yoga commercials or, like, a dumb dad, father, mm-hmm. or something like that. There's a few things <clears> that kind of pop out from this commercial that makes you really just like look at it so there's the dumb dad thing and he's just like trying to i don't know shake the toaster into operation (laughs) the mom and the daughter are just staring forward blankly so the family actually seems quite stupid like they don't seem like they've got much going on in there so he's actually the the smartest of the dumb people because he's doing something he's just kind of like okay the thing doesn't at least he's not sticking a fork in it else it's just kind know, of like right? that. Do they have they, anything else at the table? Yeah, they got like berries or something. They've got yeah, cereal and they've got milk. They could be eating something else. So they're just dumb. The whole family is oh, Wait, dumb, they, they didn't the even go up, check the fridge, and see like, this fairly big box in the center of the freezer? We're probably applying way too much logic into this, but yeah. I think the, to boil this part down, the family's just stupid, except for the kid. So um, they need the, a random kid to tell them to eat ego and then he doesn't give it to him yeah well he shouldn't give it to him he made his own friggin breakfast he should be allowed to eat his meal without his family just diving in there if they want to spend their time trying to make a toaster work Still, he's, by he, all means he came off kind of like a jerk and the, the, the way he said it his cadence and like the particular way he said it just made him sound like some valley girl who was upset like you were trying to touch his food he is he is a jerk but that's actually all ego commercials it's Lego I know of course ego. so yes one of the things that I thought was actually kind of interesting about the commercial is that it did bring up a lot of questions and it does make you kind of question yourself you're just so used to seeing the exact same images over and yeah. over again that there are mixed families out there. There are a lot of adopted mm-hmm. families and stuff. So that's normal to them. But people that were watching were like, what the hell? Why is there a kid who doesn't look exactly like the rest of the family appearing in here? So it does kind of bring out those notes that you kind of have embedded into you that yeah. TV has reinforced. So you're watching it. And there's it like that Cheerios kind of commercial. Yourself. <laughs> but then again, there's that Cheerios commercial that also kind of had a controversy. There, there was a white mom and a black dad and a mixed race little girl eating Cheerios. It's like, but you could tell where that came from. I think it's controversial for other reasons. Um, but this of one course. was more just like, huh? What? <laughs> and yeah, I think that makes you kind of maybe take a look into yourself and be like, oh, well, there are different kinds of families. So yeah. I think it Take was a look positive. at your racist soul. <laughs> I think it was positive in that way. But it is a little jarring sometimes. And let's... Right. Just looking quickly at the Eggo waffle itself... I it wouldn't eat it. I would not eat that. Like, we know anything that's, like, bready, microwaved, is going to taste bad, bready, microwaved. I so, always hated it when I had bready microwave stuff. Since it was in the freezer... It still came out kind of soggy when I pulled it out of the, the heater. Yeah. The toaster, the oven, whatever. It's like, it's know. not appetizing. Crunchy waffles are appetizing. This weird ego thing is not appetizing. It it's looks kind of like a McDonald's. Egg McMuffin. Yeah, <laughs> egg McMuffin with a waffle on. 
So maybe all of them were silly to have even considered Ego as a breakfast. Okay. All right. So that's so, all of them. Let's rate the... So what yeah, are your rankings? Number three. What's number three for you? I guess I'll go with the Ego breakfast because even without the jarring or the controversy or whatever you want to call it, it's just kind of basic. It's like, oh, we don't have the toaster. Well, use the microwave to eat your breakfast. Yay. Yeah, great. It's just your basic run of bland, the mill. and you have a bland kitchen, like basic suburbia you know kitchen. It's like, yay. It would have so, been the only thing. Okay. It would have been forgotten in the history of commercials. And the animals. If only for the, yeah. If only for that kid. That's the only thing that made it yeah. kind of like, oh, okay. But beyond that, there's there's nothing special about it. It's stupid. And uh, maybe that's what they thought. They're like, hey, there's nothing to this commercial. We gotta do something. Throwing jazz something. This commercial. Jazz it up. Yeah. Um, so it's third for me as well. All right, second. Uh, the honeycomb Andre the Giant thing. It's it's also basic, but it's basic for kids, so it's exciting. It's like, oh, you have a little tree for it. You have a robot, and a giant comes and attacks you, and you befriend the giant, and you're all having a nice cereal eating party, and you can go into the woods and fishing creek and do whatever. I want your a cereal giant party. buddy. So, um, yeah, that one's really, that one's my second favorite, too. I like the Honeycomb Big yay, yay, yay song thing, and it just brings up all those nostalgic, lovely feelings. I don't even remember eating Honeycomb. Did we ever eat Honeycomb? No, I remember I, I asked a bag of cereal from a kid, but it's too sweet, I guess. I like, like, Cocoa Puffs and stuff. Yeah, well, all of them were sweet, but I don't remember honeycomb. eating Honeycomb. Honeycomb's Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not small. No, no, no. It's memorable because it has Andre the Giant and he was... And it has a jingle. Yes, had a jingle, had Andre the Giant, much beloved character. So I think that's why it's second. And Number it's colorful. one. Number one for me is the Minute Made Robert Loggia commercial. Because why in the world is Robert <laughs> Loggia such a different like character actor from a children's orange juice, orange juice commercial? Why is this happening? You don't usually see those pop out too much. No. You see cereal and Eggo, but you don't see um, drinks too much. And he just pops in with his weird mafia suit telling this kid to drink his Minute Maid orange juice. And then <laughs> excitedly says, yeah, at the end. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's memorable. It's it's so stupid. It just makes your mind kind of flip out because like, what? why would you do this? I mean, I've already gone into all the details of what the hell is this? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it for the stupidity of it. It <laughs> It's still, as I watch it, it still keeps making me laugh because it's um, so stupid. One of the things I like about it compared to today's it's kind of random, but it's random in a normal way. Not random like weird elf man clapping for Skittles or something. Oh, right. Like, um, I get you. It's random. It's random, but it's not weird like for the sake of being super weird and strange and yeah. Weird yeah, kind to of get random. attention to buy it. Because okay. everything has to go viral in the stupidest way today. Yeah, this was just weird. This was just Robert Lojo owes me a favor, guys. Put him in this Minute Maid commercial. Minute Maid. I'm gonna take a bite out of it. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Alright so, then. So, that was fun. I, I could watch that Robert Loja one over and over again. I think I think I will. Um, <laughs> cool. So, I think right. that wraps up our unexpected uh, guests commercial block 
for this week's episode. Join us next week as we go over more nostalgic ads from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and today. Possibly the 70s at some stage. I don't know. We should look into that. Yeah. But, um, that wraps it up for today. So thanks for check listening. Check us out. Um, thanks for listening, like you said. And we'll catch you later. Bye. See ya. Bye.